0: One. Interesting. Okay. okay, so we are in the middle over here um, of a case of multiple means, <laughs> multiple... So, uh, it's clear that a person shouldn't... Uh, uh, in an ideal world, we wouldn't want to marry off a child, especially if they can't give consent. And it was understood that... Um, The Torah gave the father under some circumstances the permission to do that, but the Torah doesn't, there's no um, allowance for the mother or the brother to marry off the daughter. On the other hand, they understood that there would be times in the world where mothers who love their daughter would want to do that. It would be in their interest to do that. So, uh, and halakhically, if somebody wants to start a marriage before they're ready to get married or before they would, they want to play house, they want to uh, marry them off at a very young age, what's wrong, right? So how do you deal with it? So the rabbis instituted that you could start a marriage at a young age, uh, and the only question is, what if it very clearly doesn't work out? They left an escape hatch called Mian. They said they could opt out of that. Uh, One of the things we're going to deal with in it today is that this marriage that starts off rabbinically, that they're not really married uh, and then they have a wedding and they, it looks like they're married and everything looks, you know, but we know minah Torah, it's not binding. There, there's no consent here. So then they become bas mitzvah. So what do they do? Do they renew their vows? They don't. It like turns into a Torah marriage. How, how, does, it, how does it do that? Like, you know, how do, does it... Um, uh, so that's going to be part of what we're going to discuss today. That's going to come up today. How does it convert from a rabbinic marriage as a minor and flows smoothly and automatically become... Because after she's bas mitzvah, if if she were to leave him, there, or if somebody would commit adultery, or if uh, he were to pass away, there'd be a mitzvah of Yiba Midiraisa. She becomes a full-fledged wife. So how does something go from a... How, how, what, uh, what's the mechanics of that? But right now... The question we had was, all right, so there's an escape hatch. And then what happens if they try again? In that society, the, the, the girls had to be protected. So they tried again, and they married her to someone else. And then what happens sometimes when they get married to someone else, they realize the first husband wasn't so bad, and they want to go back to him. And so we had this uh, situation uh, that was re- really somewhat of a, of a mess uh, because uh, she was married multiple times. Uh, but our question was, uh, how did we, um, can the original husband take her back? Usually we have a rule that, uh, it's called Moxer grushasso, taking back a person's ex. So if she had someone else in between, you're not allowed to take her back. But if she didn't have someone else in between, then a husband could take back his ex. Is this called having a, have, being married in between? She, what, was she married in between? Well, she wasn't married. It might have looked like she was married, but Minotaur, she wasn't married. But what if she got a divorce? <laughs> that certainly looks like marriage, right? So that's really been our question. If she marries someone else in between and gets a divorce, <laughs> but what if she got that divorce and then married someone else and got a mien? So do we like look at the last thing, or do we look at, uh, is, it, is it if there's any divorce, or is it if there's a mien last, then we look at it. Everybody sees she's still a child. You could take her back. So those were basically. I reviewed the whole yesterday's the Baze that we didn't finish. <laughs> That's that the whole issue is around that. Um, when there's multiple marriages and he wants to take her back, and and in a regular marriage you're not allowed to take her back. Do we look at it like a regular marriage because she had a divorce there in the middle? Or at the end of the day, since there was a me and in the end, everybody sees that this is just playing house. This is just a minor. She had no real marriage. And the Torah didn't prohibit taking somebody. First of all, she wasn't his wife to begin with. And second of all, even if she was his wife, her next marriage was not a marriage. She's just kids. This is just play. It doesn't really count, so to speak. It's just... Rabbinically, they tried to place, make it like a marriage and make it more serious and have an escape hatch. So that, that, that was all our question. And we had more than one opinion. Yes, Dr. Yafi. Right.
1: The, the Rabbi uh, what I was thinking about yesterday is, as we, is after we, after we ended, is that um, there's a, uh, but to me seems like an important difference between a get and a, and a meun. Uh, a okay. meun comes from the girl herself. She says, I don't want this husband. And she says it as a katana. A get comes from the Baal. it comes from the husband, and he can give it Baal korcha. So, if you, so I understand that. You know, once you give a get, you're going okay. You're really married, and you needed, and 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 we're we're looking at this like you're really married, and you and you need a get. But the husband's das change. If if we go by that, then the husband's das changes her status. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. whereas meon is no, as long as she's a katana, she can do meon. Uh, if she's if she's if she's an old enough katana so it, it, it almost seems like like the husband can trap her into uh, into needing a get in the future by giving her an initial get does that is that something that you is going to discuss or that's not going to so be I, a subject for discussion at right.
0: all? so i think that's the Rishonim talk about that in other words the the we've had it already the mechanics are very different over here a get is that he dumps her Mian is right. that she dumps him, so to speak. Right? It's, uh, uh, um, uh, and so that it, and, it, it mm-hmm.
1: Right. And, and not only that, but a get is he dumps her from something that was a marriage, and therefore she is now a divorced woman. Whereas a mian says, no, I was never your wife. I'm, 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 I'm dumping you retroactively.
0: Right. But what if there was a mian from the last husband? Does that tell us, does that reflect that really the get wasn't Minatora? And uh, let's pause for a second. She could mean out of here, right? Meaning, if she wants out of the marriage and she's a minor, all she's got to do is mean out. She's got to refuse. And we talked about there's a debate. Does she have to go to a court? No, she could just tell the storekeeper. She could tell the guests at her Shabbos table. She she, she, there were different opinions about how easy it is for her to mean out. But what if he doesn't like her? He gives her a get, right?
1: Give her the get, yeah. That get's not a legit get because of she's a minor. Remember? Okay,
0: so what's wrong with giving a minor a get? Well,
1: it's a chetzi get, and then
0: what we call that? Why? Why isn't it a full get?
1: Because she's a minor.
0: All right, so she wasn't fully married, but whatever marriage she had, he 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 get said her. get lost. Get <laughs> he, he get her right. So, uh, um, so but we're not going to solve it because there there are multiple opinions here. But uh, th- but that's really the issue here, is that um, it's a, we do know that uh, there's one more factor here, and that is we're afraid that uh, he married her the first time, and she, me, and him. And, and they're both immature. People do lots of things when they're young they wouldn't do when they're older. And now she tries husband number two. Now, he could be he was willing to let her go, but he doesn't like seeing her with husband number two. That's a normal thing. It's not easy to... Uh, when the person's ex remarries. That's a very difficult relationship. So um, what happens if he's she's a minor and he's not? And so he probably knows how to manipulate her. And we're concerned that he's going to tell her to dump the next guy. Because Mian isn't that hard to get out of it. So what happens if he... And it's more, more, it very interesting how, it, like, you know, he winks to her and he says, you know get rid of him, you know, I'll take you back if you get rid of him. So they were concerned that one, one of the reasons that we don't do this, uh, you know, if, if, if the wife takes someone else in between is that we can't have this back and forth, you know, it's not, there's no backsees, marriage is permanent, divorce is, per, it's, it's, it, you know, even though divorce can be, you know, they can remarry one's ex, but it, it's, it's a permanent separation. They're no longer connected. But with the minor, they were concerned that he's going to manipulate her to dump the second husband to take her back. So they didn't want to make it. There's this view that even though in theory it's they uh, he could take her back, they didn't want to allow it because they're concerned that he's going to uh, manipulate her to dump husband number two, because he's jealous now that she found someone else, and then he'll take her back. And so that also went into the equation. So it's a lot of interesting facts. But Lumar said, well, if he could manipulate her, why didn't he talk her out of not marrying, getting divorced the first time? Well, maybe then he was, you know, he was angry. And then once he saw her with the other guy, he, he couldn't stand it. Then he wanted her back, right? So it's just all, all, all the kinds of things that happen soon. So we're in the middle of the page, I think. I don't remember how far we got down, but let's start in the middle. Uh, so... Um, the uh, the Gomorrah there in the middle was discussing this issue. We'll try to go through it fast because we need to get to today's Gomorrah.
2: You're,
1: you're up to Montana. Mon-
0: That's where you left off. Thank you. How far down is that? It's about... Oh, okay. It's
1: about 10 miles up from where... It, oh, I see. Okay, okay good.
0: Thank you. I didn't remember I got down that far and we would have gotten... Bogged down in the previous, if we didn't start it earlier. And,
1: and one
0: other thing, and I remember the name, it's Mordechai. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yehudas Mordechai. So, thank you. We're at Montana. It's about 10 lines up on the right side. And it, again, the Gemara had just mentioned this issue of the uh, of worrying about him manipulating her. And then the Gemara said, well, if he could manipulate her, why did he let her leave in the first place? And then the Gemara wanted to know, and again, the Gemara has been grappling this with also like, is there a limit to how many divorces she could have? The, and that was really Bay Shammai's question, you know, like he said, one mean per customer. So the Gemara had it was she shloshed and begitten. She had three divorces already. She looks like an adult. That so was just interesting. Okay, so how did we resolve this issue? We just threw out all the, the, the different opinions and the, about these multiple uh, mians, whether we would still treat her like uh, a minor and as if the marriage didn't exist. So um uh so now the Gomorrah wants to know so how do we resolve it? And who is the author of this? So Mantana, who's the author? Omarav. Um uh he reviewed it's Reviewed Omarav and he says, My Dixif, and there's a a, a curse in Echa that says the following Meinukas of Shisinu. Our water we had to pay for water. <laughs> you know it's the... uh Today, we're used to paying for water. I remember when they first came out with bottled water, I couldn't believe it. They were charging for, it. I'm not old enough, I remember, they didn't have bottle, you know, used to go to a drinking fountain, and who's going to pay for water? What kind of, it's like bottled air. Like, nobody's going to pay for, like today, everybody, <laughs> but in those, when I came out, I thought that was a terrible idea, you know, the, who's going to pay what, and today, we got to pay for our water, right? That's really the reality of our life, that we all accept it was just a question of, which bottle of water do we like? Is it the spring water or is it the. So the, the tochacha is that we'll have to pay for our water, and it's our water, it's our springs. And also, and we'll have to buy our own wood. In other words, the goyim would come into Eretz Israel, take over, and make us pay for our own stuff. So that's the, the simple meaning of the verse, but there's a deeper meaning to it as well. So the Umar says the deeper meaning was the. There was, uh, the Romans forbid Jews to teach Torah publicly, and they uh, threw in jail the, the scholars. And they threw Rabbi Akiva, the greatest sage of the time, they threw him in jail. And uh, there was no way to resolve this complicated issue without, uh, they needed, we needed to get Rabbi Akiva's opinion. So uh, we had to pay to ask our own rabbi what we should do. That's, that's, what that, that's the curse. So what did the maybe should beget? She the first wife, the husband uh, f- husband sent away the girl with a get umisheni, and uh, her second husband she got a mean from. Maushitaxelurishen can't she go back to the first husband? Again, that was one of the questions we just mentioned. So sakru adamechad they had to pay four hundred zuz. So I I I'm assuming that the guy had to commit some kind of crime to get thrown in jail. And then he once he was in jail, he was next to Revi Kiva. Found the answer, got a good lawyer, got out, and he was able to get everybody the answer. Or uh, somehow he, uh, he there's some kind of plot. How this guy paid him enough money, he was going to risk getting into the jail to get the answer. So selkro adam Mea Zeus. He, he four hundred zeus. You know, you know, two zeus buys a, a goat, right? So gadja. Uh, so this is four hundred zeus. So he charged four hundred zeus, and he went in the prison. Visholus Revi Kiva. We had before in the Das Likhanim that that even to go in the prison was dangerous because it, he was in prison for teaching Torah, so he had to ask him. And uh, so he, he brought the question, to Rabbi Kiva, and he said, "What's the deal here?" Uh, Va'osir, Rabbi Kiva said, "She can't remarry." We
2: had it before with the boot. They asked the the boot. yeah. Right. So they
0: they had, they had to sneak in a lot of times. That's right. Uh, Rabbi Yudav and it's even. and then they went in this evening to see him and ask Rabbi Yudav he also said. She cannot re, uh, go back to husband number one, even though she's a, a little girl. He says, that wasn't the question. Everybody knows that question. Why? If you can undo a marriage, a marriage is the, the strictest thing we have. A woman is forbidden uh, when she's married to, to be with another man. That's adultery. She could get stoned for that. So if you could tell me, that we can remove an Isser courage, we can remove a marriage by just refusing. Are you telling me you're worried about the fact that a, a person's going to be taking their ex, uh, it's called maksugushasso, iser lav, lokoshakein? If you could take off her marriage, certainly you could take off the iser lav. So that can't be the question. That, of course, is okay. Even though we just had two versions that they both forbid it. That wasn't the question. This was the question. New question. Hi, Eishis, achi imo. What happens if a person's brother was married to a relative of his, the wife of the brother of his uncle on his mother's side? She That's somebody forbidden. The Torah doesn't mention the relative, that relative on the mother's side. The rabbis forbid it as a secondary relative. And me'aviv. And that relative, that woman, married his brother on his father's side, who he does have a yibam connection to. That brother died. And uh, now he can't do yibum because of a rabbinic relation amongst the wives. So do we advise... Now, Miyan, we really don't like to do Miyan. We don't like to dissolve a marriage. And Morris says that uh, when marriages get dissolved, the altar cries, so to speak, their tears. We don't like to do Miyan even less. So would we, though, do Miyan in this case? Uh, would we advise Miyan so that the uh, other wife could have yibum, And the question is like this. Yesh Mian La Misa. The whole idea of Mian is she doesn't like the marriage that her brother or her mother uh, put her into. She loved the marriage. She liked the guy. She was happily married. The guy died. But she, do we do Mian uh, in order to enable uh, her co-wife to get a yibum? That's really the question. Yesh Mian La Misa, mamakam, mitzvah, olo. Does Yibum? can we tell, can we retroactively get her to nullify a marriage that she was really okay with in order to allow Yibum? and can is it too late to do me and can we not so Shal Krishna Beram this version has they hired two people uh for four hundred zoos I don't know if it means four hundred each or the two shared the 400. And they asked him again. he said no she uh uh she shouldn't do me he said it's us. Mm-hmm
1: briefly I, I think it's fascinating here we have two instances where they went to one rabbi rabbi Kiv of all people and he said no and mm. then they went to someone else and, and we're generally told you know not to shop around for chubos i mean if you go to one rub and he gives you a sock that, that's mm. it so yeah. uh, so how, how do we learn from these gemaras that they went to a second rub in the first case they went to a third
0: rub. Right. so that was bothering me also i didn't I didn't get a chance to see who if anybody asked it um, I was wondering if they weren't sure if they, if they would get through to Rebbe Kiva. You know, that was very, you know, the go through the jail. So this was like a backup plan. Um, sometimes that's actually what happens. The, the, I, I get shyless sometimes. and I don't want Shilas. I'm not the Rav here. But they can't reach the Rav. And so you got to do the best you can. It's Shabbos is coming, whatever, you know. So, the, so then the question, what happens? This is, never fails. They get the answer. And then the Rav calls back. And then they get two answers, and now what do you do? <laughs> Once you know, you got one? So, okay, it,
2: so that's happened, in Baruch Hashem, in twenty-six years, all the answers matched. Okay. I, it it right. happened more than one occasion. It's like to you. That happened to me that I I, I tried getting through to Rabbi Feldman, and right. it just it was impossible. I ended up going to who right. I called from right. out of town, right. and then every time that happened, you know. Right.
0: So in the Gemara, also they match. Right. But I mean, what would matched. they have done if they got a different right. answer? That's a different <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> right. The right. Yeah. They yeah. match. Uh-huh. Very good. So okay. So that's that's a good point. But that's uh yeah. that that's just that was a theory I had, but I didn't right. have a right. chance
2: no, to. No, I'm, I'm proving your theory. That, oh. Okay. That happens. <laughs> right. It's busy. Yeah. You can't. So where do you got to do? You need a plan B. Right. Right. And that's... then all of a sudden. If yeah. plan
0: a comes through and yeah. but uh, the question would be what if they didn't match, but you're right, yes, that did Iishmaya, hopefully that yeah. they should match okay um and uh uh let's, let's start that line again but uh uh she would be permitted um to marry the um uh to marry the brother that she was forbidden to if she did Mian, so Morris said, of course Pita." so. The worst is who needed to make hispir most excessive uh the um we're afraid that the uh we don't want her to go back to her first husband because uh he's he could be winking and nodding and undo her second marriage Al ahlo but that doesn't have to do with her brother But legss are high out too high maybe we uh we don't allow uh, one because of the other or or no maybe we once we say she can't go back, she can't marry the brother either. She's got to stay away from that family. Aye, we don't suspect the brother. Ain't the no brother's uh The brother didn't. The question is, who put her up to the mean? Who told her, dump the guy? You know, who winked and nodded and said, you know, uh, if you... The problem is this. You can't tell a married woman, to, you know, dump him and I'll marry you. That, that would be very wrong to... But on the other hand, you can wink and nod, you know, if you do decide to example, him, I'm here, right? There is the, uh, the, the that, that is a very interesting question. The Gomorrah says that when Avigail met David a-Melech, uh they knew that she was a soulmate to David. Uh, the only problem was she was married. And so it's not clear. It says that she hinted to David that if something happens to her husband, you know, remember her. Very strange. A funny uh, makes a funny comment about it. Again, she sorry.
1: just saved his life.
0: She did save his life. Yeah, she was... A, uh, she I mean, she, she saved,
2: wasn't a minor either. There she, right,
0: right, right. But it, 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 I'm sure her husband didn't appreciate that. You know, if, if after he dies, then I'm eligible, right? So it's a, so it's a similar question, though, over here, that, that she would... Do we not allow a person to marry after a me to somebody who might have put her up to get doing the me And we certainly wouldn't want that situation. So in that situation, it was Lashem that She didn't uh, look to dump her husband, and David Amelot didn't look to take her. They, just, they, they were both able to see that part of it was the husband was sick on his deathbed at that time, and they knew what was going to happen. So anyway, maybe it's low plug. We don't want, uh, even though the brother wouldn't have manipulated like that, we're not afraid. Uh, we, we don't want her to go back to the brother. There were two views. Okay, new Mishnah as we start today's da. A person divorces a wife. Now, this week's Parsha, by the way, uh, is a little bit about people doing backseas. And last 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 week's Parsha also. So, meaning that uh, if um, uh, the the Ma'Pilim, the, the Hashem, said, all right, you're going to die here in the desert, you don't want to go in. And they said, okay, we do want to go in. And it was too late. You know, some not everything... Can, uh, some things, times, if you refuse the first time, you don't get a second chance. You can't just go back. You said no. It was too late. They went in that time and they got slaughtered, right? That, that's what happened. Uh, so over here, he divorced his wife and he wants to take her back, right? And he, and he does. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a garish seizure exero. And then uh, then he dies. Mutaris uh, uh, Lejevum. Um, uh, she's allowed to. Uh, so let's hold on here, let's pause for a second. This man married a woman and then got divorced from the woman. Can his brother marry this woman? No, uh, because she's his brother's ex. Can't marry your brother's ex. Person can't marry their brother's ex-wife. That's, a, that's forbidden, Just it's his brother's wife. That's an erva. So the question is, the brother married her again and now he died. So, does that erva come off? Does the, the, do, how do we look at this? Did, did she, she was forbidden to him once? Had the brother gone to the Rav and said, Can I marry this woman? She, it was my brother's ex. Uh, so, uh, no, you can't marry a brother's ex. So, once you get a psak that she's forbidden, it stays forbidden? Or, no, does it become permanent? Let's see the Rashi. We don't say the first marriage was the, uh, kind of sticks with her. Yavama livne yavam. Vayneso lav osa and b'sha shigir We don't say that she's always his brother's ex. <laughs> Basically, when he marries her a second time, she's no longer his ex.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, she was an no, ex. I, I, was saying, I,
2: I was having a hard time understanding the how you, know, you, know, okay. you know, at the time that he died, they were happily married, finished. So... Happily married people, you fall to the.
0: Because brother. had the brother wanted to marry her in between before, he right. so right. he would have gotten a psak from the Rav, she is usher to you and Isser koris. Right. But then his, his other brother took her back, so does that Isser koris still fall off?
2: We had yeah. many thoughts talking about Hoyo If there was one second where she was usher on him, Forever she's yeah. usar. Mm-hmm. So I could certainly hear a havamita like uh-huh. once she's an ex, she's
0: an ex. Yeah. Uh, but this opinion is that she could go back. But right, right. Yeah, there yeah, certainly yeah, is yeah, the havamita. yeah. I mean he was yeah. able to yeah. take
2: her back. Right, wow. yeah. okay.
0: Rabbi Lazar Usher he said he can't take he can't marry her. There's no Yiven. Okay. The Knamegarish says Yisoma. And similarly if a person divorces an orphan, Vikzirin takes her back. Muchalo Also the yavim could take her. Rabbi Lazar Usher he asks, in that case too uh what happens if her father married her and she gets divorced? at that point the father cut off his strings, meaning the father had control over her he was she was living in his house, and the Torah gives the father certain rights but then he gave her the father married her, which then meant that she was uh independent and with a husband and now that she got divorced. She can't fully go back to the daddy's home. She might go back, but she's, she's been she's been single already. She's been, she's already been out of the house, so she's like an orphan in the life of a father. Meaning that the father no longer can make a decision for her. Um, now at this time, if he remarries her, then everybody would agree um, that the uh, the Yavum can't uh, can't marry her. Let's see that Rashi, Nusa album. he may Nusa, and if they, uh, if the husband dies, I feel the even like the Rabbanin, uh, who say that she was totally divorced. And when you take them back, now Rabbi Cohen, you're hearing the swara that maybe uh, even though she was fully divorced, and now that she's married, it doesn't mean that she never was divorced. So uh, she still remains annexed, The Kadu Shektana, but over here, she really never was divorced <laughs> in this case. So Kedush ainu Klum, Ho HaSechus Av, and since the father isn't in the picture, BaEinLowYad, um So she would stay divorced. All right, so that's that's all part of the question. That's what we're going to develop today. Let's see the Gemara. Omar, if this is the rabbi's name, believe it or not, Rashi uh, shem Kacham. We always get new names here. So Omar efa. My time, the uh, Rebbe What's the reason that is forbidden? So, since this woman was considered his ex's uh, wife, and uh, he was forbidden to marry his brother's wife, and there was a moment in time where she was forbidden. Once somebody's forbidden, it doesn't fall off. If that's true, why do you need chalitza? If she's really forbidden totally, so then he shouldn't even need chalitza. Maybe you do need chalitza, but uh, um, uh, he says that she does need chalitza. So if you're going to argue that she uh, was forbidden to him, and once she was divorced, she stays that way, once she was forbidden, she stays that way, so you don't need chalitza to a person you can't do even to, and maybe you want to say you don't need chalitza, but said you do. So we need to understand Rebbe Lazer down in my time. I said I have no idea what his. I, I don't. You're right. He's a puzzle to me. I don't want to understand him. Well, you know, either there, either it was a good marriage and she's forbidden, or she's not. All, uh, so Omer Rabbi The answer is Rebbe Lazer wasn't sure. Uh, do we look at the death of her husband, and that, and since her husband died. Uh, he, she's now, the brother goes into his husband's uh, shoe, so to speak, and now he could take over her marriage, and she would be permitted to him. Or, or we look back at the original marriage. And uh, the original marriage, uh, at that time, uh, she was forbidden to him, and she stays forbidden. So do we do we look at the most recent marriage, or do we still have to deal with the earlier marriage where she was forbidden? That's kind of the question. And he wasn't sure. So, in a appeal if you say, well, we, that first marriage, how did it fall after that marriage? Had you gone to Bezdin, ha omdan be iser. This woman would have stayed forbidden. That's his brother's wife. And once a woman is the brother's wife, she's his brother's wife. She never becomes not the brother's wife. So, uh, not, not the brother's ex wife. Yeah. Rava says, he doesn't like that answer, to say that he was in doubt. We try to resolve a doubt. It's very hard to be, I'm not sure, like this or like that. So be sure, Paskin, come to a conclusion. So Really, you go by the second husband. This, the, you go by the most recent marriage. The most recent, your brother died, and the Torah puts him in his brother's shoes. So why does he have to give her chalitza then? The answer, kol uh, it's confusing over here. and uh, But uh, people don't realize when he took her back, in other words, they might remember that she was your brother's ex. You introduced her. This is my brother's ex, right? So the, people might not know that the brother took her back. Um, it's interesting. People don't always celebrate when they remarry their ex. During the three weeks, that's the halacha. The person's allowed to remarry their ex. And uh, even though you can't have a big simcha, it's, uh, uh, it's, it is a simcha, that he's married again. and that, But in some ways, it's like admitting that they goofed and that they made a lot of mistakes. And it's, uh, it's not always, not everybody knows, you know, when they, they remarry the sex. They, they certainly don't make a big chasana when they remarry their ex. It's just not always done that way. So not everybody knows about that. So that's, uh, therefore, that's why you give chalitza. That's one answer. Rabbi Chazorah, uh, the uh, Morris says, wait a second. He took her back. All the gossipers like to talk about that. the that to those people that like to make rumors, they say, did you see so-and-so, right? Can it be that he took her back in the morning and then he dropped dead in the morning? Uh, he took her back in the night and he dropped dead the next day. I mean, maybe everybody's asking what happened over there, right? So, he, maybe this decree is because of a woman who uh, was what with the case that we just mentioned, where her father married her the first time, and then um, uh, she got a divorce, and so she's what's called an orphan in the life of her father. She's called an orphan in the life of her father, meaning when uh, an orphan has to make her own decisions. She doesn't have parents anymore to make them. But a yisoma b'chayi'av means her father's still alive, but once he married her off, and she became so independent that she could pull out so she's been uh, By the way, the answer to that question that I asked this morning about why Moshe Rabbeinu didn't withdraw uh, the uh, the mission. So one of the answers I saw was that you once you start something, you can't always stop in the middle. It's uh, it's you can't. Uh, you, it things uh, it would have uh, in as far as trust and, and relationship and, and sometimes when a person's on their own and you've given them a charge, you can't always un, undo it. You can't, uh, you have to let them now make their own mistakes. That's, uh, that went into why, it was one answer I saw why he didn't just call off the, I mean, these are adults here. You can't just say, okay, I changed my mind, stop. If, well, you, know, that, you know, one day you said to have a mission, another day you called off the mission, and you already said you trusted them to go, and then, so we knew they were going to make a mistake, but so you can't always, it, it's not, a, sometimes you have to let people make their own mistakes. Like, uh, so why can't the father take over again? Because once she was married and she was on her own, she's not his little girl anymore in the same way. She's always his little girl, but she had her independence. You can't. It's a yisomah v'chayav. It's a. Uh, uh, but any anyway, rate, that's also a different subject. But it, that that goes into this. The Torah is telling you that once she's been married, and uh, she and even though now she's divorced and she went back, she's she's had that independence, and so she's an orphan in the life of the father. She's, she's a girl that's going to use that... into. She's already been her own woman for a while, so she's, she, it's not the same. You had a point of connection to the dot. Yes, I did. I, 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 you're right. Okay. If, the, if a, a young girl gets married, her father marries her off, and she gets divorced. She's like an orphan in the life of her father. And if in that case, if the husband remarries her, then clearly she can't go back to the husband, so hi. Uh, so uh, the Moris says hi. Uh, Maymar. the The Moris said in that case it would be obvious because that's a Torah divorce and that's a uh, that there it's, there it's clear that she was forbidden. So elulav what What's coming to tell you is the following. Time develozed the hanuk That it's true that in the case where all she had was a mian. Let let's just again I'll pause for a second. The the case was. The, the she refused the marriage. She had a bad day, but she's a minor, and a minor can refuse the marriage very easily. And so she got unmarried, and then he took her back. And then he died, and we want to know if his brother can marry her, or do we say that this was, she was his brother's ex? But in, in this case, she really wasn't an ex because she was a minor. But it's true, in that case, she wasn't a full ex. But there is another case where she would be a full ex. And that would be if the father married her the first time and then she got divorced, then she would really be a divorced wife. And so then if she remarried and then got uh, uh, me and from that, and then she would uh, marry back to the brother, that would be a real ex uh, taking back a real ex. And so because because one is forbidden, we forbid the other. That comes out that's the Shemamina. So of all these explanations, which one is correct? That even Rebel Lazar would admit if you had a minor girl that she had a Torah marriage, her father married her off, then is Garsha, and she had a Torah divorce. She is like an orphan and during the life of the father, and if he were to take her back, she would be forbidden to the Yavim to do Yiv, because she was 100% divorced. And her taking back is not a complete take back. Meaning, it's true he he's allowed to take her back, but he's taking back his ex. It's it's still different. It's a there's a lot of jokes about taking back the ex, and they asked it's not bad for a second marriage. You know, I don't know if you know that famous. uh, uh, Maybe I'll tell it later. I really have no time for jokes here. When is that true? When he got divorced, where she was a minor, exir shiktana, and he took her back as a minor. Alva Girshik but if he got divorced as a minor, Xirikshikadola, or and he remarried her as adult, Inami Xirikshikatana, or he took her back as a minor at Godl and then she grew up a mason, then he died, oh Khalitza, then you could do uh Khalitza Yibam. No, only Khalitsa. When he, when she takes her back as a minor. I guess the mother and the brother would have to remarry her to him again, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That we mean take her back. Yes, mm-hmm. it'd be a full new marriage. So it's just uh, we're throwing out all kinds of interesting questions here. Um, w- the real question is, a person's allowed to remarry their ex. Um, the question here was, was that if that first marriage was a real marriage and that first divorce was a real divorce, so at that moment she became forbidden to the brother forever because she was his brother's ex-wife. So even though they undid the ex because the brother took her back, but they didn't undo the ex to the other brother. That's the the problem here. In other words, a person can divorce a wife and he can undo that by remarrying her. But as far as the brother was concerned, this was his brother's ex-wife. It was forbidden to him. So later on, when she falls to mi you can't remove that part of the history. the The person that divorced her, they can hopefully get over that divorce because he remarried her. But to the brother, he got a psaq at that time that he couldn't marry. So anyway, it's just interesting. Okay, next question. Boy, mine. Uh, but what about Reb now? What about the co-wife? Well, if he can't marry her because of rabbinic decree, are you going to say he can't marry the co-wife because the is there? That's a decree to a decree. I have a uh, either she or the salettus they need Khits so, do we now one second it can't be both, so could they oh it means one or the other said aren't you um, explaining the words, meaning that it's clearly that there were some words missing, and you were answering it, so once you do that you could say like this she needs the one that's his ex-wife who he remarried. He only has an option to chalisa, haratzah. The co-wife ocholetsus omis abemis. So the co-wife is, is all debatable. So um, again, uh, this was a new question. We before we started off yesterday at the end of yesterday with the question of a wife who remarried someone else. I'm sorry, a wife of a minor who married someone else, and then came back to the minor, if that was considered like a wife in between because all the marriages were rabbinic. And then today, which we just spent some time on, was a new question, was uh, where a person had one marriage, got divorced, a Torah divorce, and at that moment, if the brother would have wanted to marry her, she would have been forbidden. And then the brother takes back his wife. And then the brother dies. And then um, she falls to Yibam, can he now marry her, or do we say that since she was once forbidden to him, she stays forbidden? That was the newer question, new Mishnah. Two brothers and married two sisters, uh, Katanos. and both of them were minors. One of the husband dies, so now the problem is um Torah.
2: They weren't married.
0: They weren't married, and uh, should uh, who should. Uh, who should he marry now? Should he stick with his wife or should he do yibum to his brother's wife? Now you might say that's a funny question. Of course he should stick with his wife, but his wife was just a rabbinic marriage. Min Torah he's not really married to her. But his brother's wife is going
2: And yibum could be done to a minor?
0: Uh yeah, yibum can be done to a minor.
2: But she can't. We, we just said that it's not a marriage. So how is it yibum? Right. No, she can do. So,
0: uh so, let's see, Shdei katanos. So, the, um, the, um, there is, a, some people learn one was the gadola and one was a Minor, um, but the, uh, they're, they're both, Yesomus Katanus is what they added. Okay, both, both were orphans katano, Meis balu So, Halizut heitzei mishumachos isha. So, in this case, he's got a Zika band uh, with the other girl at, uh, to his wife's sister. So um, he can't stay married to his wife because he, he didn't have his wife is a minor, but his wife is also his Zika bond wife's the, the, sister.
2: Zika is the Arisa, but, uh, but who he's marrying with is the Ramana. Is that what's happening? Or no, just the opposite. No, the Zika no. is the Arisa Zika, but. Right. who he's married to is only the rabbanon marriage. Yeah. Oh, right
0: right, 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 right. So the first, the first thing to do would be to let his marriage become a Torah marriage, and then he won't have to worry about the uh, the other one. So let the let the um, let the wife of the brother be free to remarry because of Achosisha, because the the brother she falls to Yibam is already married to his sister, his wife's sister. Or similarly, if there was a rabbinic marriage, a deaf mute can't give complete consent, or we're afraid they don't have knowledge of complete consent. And if they marry, katana, one was married to uh, uh, an adult and one married to a niner. The one that's married to the katana died. So in that case, she's free to remarry because she can't marry her husband's brother because... He's married to his uh, his uh, sister. balusho What happens if the husband that's married to the older one dies? So said Milamdan Sakatana, In that case, we tell the minor Moinbo, that she should uh, give her husband a divorce. So this way, he can have his. He has a zikaband bond, Minotora, with her sister, and uh, he has a rabbinic marriage to the other sister. You can't marry two sisters. So we tell the minor, you know what, you should do me and you should dump your husband. she said, well, if she did it, she did it, but if not, we would say, you know what, just wait until you get an ad- become an adult, and then automatically your marriage will turn into a Torah marriage, and then automatically the Zika will fall off. <laughs> the, the question here is, we don't know which sister he should be married to. Should he be married to the sister he married that he started off a marriage with a rabbinic bond. Now, by the way, he may have never consummated it. He may have just took her under his protection. And now the Torah wants him to marry the other sister. So the end of the day, like, what should he do? We don't know who he's emotionally attached to. So do we tell him, let your marriage, the, the, your wife become Torah and then forget about the Yavim? Or do we teach the wife to dump you so you could do y- y- the important mitzvah of Yibim with the sister? That's really debate here. Uh, Rabbi Shua says, this guy is, uh, is goose is cooked. Sometimes there's a situation where there's no good, there's no good solution. Woe to his wife, woe to his wife's sister. Motius, he's got to dump his wife, and he's got to give chalitza to the, because he's got a Zika bond to his wife's sister. He can't stay married to his wife because he's connected to the sister. He can't do chalitza to the sister because he's married to the wife. So he's in one of these double jeopardy cases where he's got no good, in the end, he's not going to be able to take either. Okay, let's see the Gemara. So, Are, are we ever, are the rabbis ever going to tell somebody to do mean? Didn't we say, there's certain things you should do and certain things you shouldn't? This Rakik Mishla, there are three things to cling to and three things to stay away from. You have the three things you should cling to, the Chalitza. You should always recommend Chalitza. They, Yibam got a bad name. People were doing Yibam, not L'Shem, Shemayim, they were doing it for the money. So, always want to do chalitza ve'shalom. Shalom, and never, peace is always a good thing. Always give in, always try to make peace. And try to, not to have vows. Vows were, thank God, I mean, Baruch Hashem, we say there are very few people that have Torah vows today. Um, actually, there are some, but we really try hard to have eliminated that from our society where people don't make promises. They try not to bind, because people don't keep their word. It just happens. They intend when they make the promise, and unfortunately, there are people that don't, and we don't need a sin on top of a sin. Okay. And three things never do. Avoid meh'en, and avoid taking a peccadon, avoid taking collateral. And don't, don't be a promissory. Uh, so, so if that's true, how in the world do we advise a girl to do in? I thought we should never do in. It's, it's, the more I said, "Me and the mitzvah shani," but here it's for a mitzvah. Even me and me, you could do it if it's for a mitzvah. Let's take a look. It shows a like abishol. Why don't you do yibam? Because abishol taught yibam really hard. to tany a into to If you married a person's widow because he thought she was beautiful, or l'shem ishus, or he thought she'd make a good wife, davar or because he thought davar acher money. It's like he's doing a forbidden thing. He's got to only marry this woman for one reason alone. The Torah wants him to be a surrogate for his brother. If he has any other side interest, he's doing a big sin. And his kid's a mamzer. So uh, if that's true, a person should always do chalita. And you should always, you should run after peace. Don't, don't, you should always try. And we will stop here. At least they at least we me-